0: Hi, you're listening to An Open Dialogue. I'm Violet Howe. And I'm Toddra Candle. And this week, we are finally going to talk about <laughs> Captain Marvel. I saw Captain Marvel um, fairly soon after opening, and I've been waiting and waiting and waiting, waiting and waiting for, for my time. dear friend Tadra to see it. And you oh, saw it last night.
1: I did, I did. And what did you we think? Were, I loved it. I loved it. Um, I well, of course, too. I am a huge Marvel Nerd, like I, when given the option, will always turn on a Marvel movie. I have watched Thor Ragnarok more times than.
0: I think that's one of my favorites. Thor oh, Ragnarok, I love, Ragnarok I love was Thor Ragnarok, and I've watched awesome.
1: Infinity Wars. I was, I was just doing my taxes, and I was looking at different expenses, and I saw that I had actually, I actually bought the digital copy of Infinity Wars, and I thought I looked at how much I paid for, it and I was like, yeah, that that was. I'd it's do that again. Nice I've gotten. I've, I I watch it probably. Probably once a week, the, my kids and my husband just are like, oh my gosh, look what she's doing it again. So, but anyway.
0: Now, let me ask you, did you read the comics? Like, were you a fan of the comics at all?
1: Um, I I did. I was not a, a like, uh, carried comic books around, whatever. I have read a lot of them digitally. And, um, uh, but I did. I did read comics here and there. I was not a, uh, uh, you know, An deeply, Yes, I would not say I'm anywhere near being an aficionado
0: it's funny because i've never read any of the comics at all um and i read reviews sometimes of these movies that talk about how lost the people who go in without comic knowledge are going to be and i've never felt lost no uh -uh, no. Um, if anything i think it's almost an advantage because i'm not comparing it to the source material i just take the movie at face value for what it is Um, exactly yeah because i know like when i read a book and then I go in to see the movie. Oh, yeah. No, no matter how much I try to separate the two and see them as two different um, yeah. vehicles for telling a story, yeah. it's impossible not to compare. It, it and really so is. So I'm kind of glad yeah. that I don't have any of the comic book knowledge because then no. I can just go in and enjoy the movie and not yes. have to worry about whether or not they're. Yeah. Getting it
1: right. We always uh, I my, my biggest example of that is that my youngest daughter did a reread of all the Harry Potter books the year that the last movie came out. And she had just finished reading the last book again for probably the 10th or 11th time um, right before the movie came out. And she did not enjoy the movie because of that. Because it was so, to her, so blatantly, you know, whereas for us, Different, some yeah. time had passed. So we're like, okay, you know, it, it, it was good. But for her, she was like, oh, all I could think of was I didn't like this, I didn't like that. So uh, the, I've, I've always been conscious since then of saying, no, I'm not going to do a reread before I, I go see a movie. But um, Captain Marvel um, has been fairly, uh, fairly close. Um, th- there's one, one little difference is that Goose, the cat and this is not a spoiler, everybody knows, that you know, you're going to meet Goose the cat, um, actually in the comic books was not called Goose. He had another name. He was do called you, Chewy. Did they name him Goose
0: because of, of Top Gun? I uh, That's what I assumed. That's
1: what I, I assumed, I assumed too. that right away. So that's I, I think I that that is too. probably what it is. But, um, uh,
0: and without doing any spoilers, which if you haven't gone to see it, by now what are you waiting for but we don't want to do any spoilers but i loved goose the cat yes i did too. loved goose the cat and i loved goose's relationship with nick fury yes aka samuel l jackson that yes. was that was a uh that was that fun, was fun. Yeah. that was
1: fun It was very interesting we had we had um, some discussion about it last night because i went to see it with my husband and, and my two children who are at home who are uh 27 and 18 and uh, Haley loved it. Haley was right on with me. She was like, absolutely loved it. Loved Brie Larson. Loved, 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 loved it. And David said he felt it was the weakest Marvel movie he had really? seen. Really? And he did not. He did not care for Brie Larson. He did not feel like her acting was. He he felt like in the face of all the other acting that hers was weak. Uh, I did not agree with that. And he also did not. We, we had a discussion about the fact that he, as opposed to my husband, who, who did also enjoy the movie, um, my husband likes his superheroes to be superheroes, you know, ugh, strong and, and, and able to defeat everybody. And David was saying that he, that's why he likes Spider-Man and Captain America, because he feels like they are fallible, like they have like, some weakness, they can, they can be defeated. Um, I thought that was very interesting.
0: <laughs> it is very it it is very interesting and and you just said several things I'd like to unpack. Um, I very much well I'm a fan of Brie Larson. Mm-hmm. I like Brie Larson. I, um, too. I I first kind of fell in love with her acting in um in a small indie film that she did. And I am trying to think of the name of it. I'm going to have to look it up now. Um, she was like the supervisor at a home for at-risk teens. And it was, you know, it was a little indie film. But it was, it was a good film. And I really loved it. And, and kind of that's when she got on my radar. I really liked her. I thought that she was funny. I thought that she was very capable. I thought she was a badass. I really liked her in this movie.
1: Um, was it Room?
0: Now Room I yeah. liked her in too, but Room was the one with the with the kidnapped kid. This was oh, called that's short, right. That's right. short term twelve. Oh, short term was twelve was the name okay. of this movie. I believe it's on Netflix still. Okay. Um but it was a good movie. I My see son it. found it and recommended gotcha. it for me. But um I really liked her I thought I thought she did a great job now again I knew nothing about Carol Danvers and I knew nothing about Captain Marvel to know what she was supposed to bring to life but I really I really liked her acting I loved her interaction with Samuel L. Jackson I didn't realize this was their third film together and that they have a a close friendship um but I felt like that did carry through on stage and on stage on film I guess Mm -hmm. I should say on screen and um I really, I really enjoyed her acting. So, uh, David is definitely not the only person I've read that had that opinion of her acting. Yeah.
1: But um, I really enjoyed it. Um, I thought so. Yeah, I, I thought she was. I thought she was. You know, she's a little bit more deadpan than, than sometimes what we're used to. And, but I think that that, that fit in with the character. I think so. I
0: just think kind of, kind of a little bit cocky. Um, yeah. I, I dated a Navy fighter pilot for a very brief period of time. And it was very brief because he, at all times he was his favorite person
1: in any conversation
0: <laughs> or in any situation. And um and was I think a gaston. There, I yeah, I really think that to do that job, to be a fighter pilot, to take that level of risk and that level of daring and that level of of, you know, balls
1: I think there you
0: go I think you have to be somewhat cocky yes I think you have to have a little more confidence than the average Joe or the average Jill and I think that that kind of I think that's what kind of came across to me in her deadpan was, was kind of like this like cockiness or kind of like this self-assuredness um that she knows she's a badass. Right. She knows that she can do what's needed to be done. And this is before she even realizes that she has, you know, kind of like powers above and beyond her, her flying
1: skills. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. I think that, uh, um, I, I I think that she, but I think that both she and uh, her friend in the movie, um, they do a good job of referencing what women face in that role without belaboring it yeah you know you're y- definitely what I understand,
0: clear uh both of them went mm-hmm. and spent time with female air force fighter pilots mm-hmm. and, and kind of you know spent some time in them not only time in the cockpit as far as you know being familiar with what they do job-wise but also talked to them kind of about what the you know what that situation is like today and then you know with the movie being set in the 90s what it was like you know 20 years ago. Right. But um I liked that their friendship was such a crucial part of her identity. Yes, um, I did too. I think you know we've talked obviously about friends before in in our podcast and, and I think that you know our friends and who we surround ourselves with are a big part of our identity and and we talked about in that podcast that's who you know reminds you the words um when you forget um you remembered the quote. I never remember the quote. I love the quote, but I don't remember it. The, the friend is like the person who remembers the song in your heart and yeah the song you the of your words, soul yeah when you that. forget yeah.
1: yeah yeah it's something but like
0: that. so I think that that's kind of cool that um again I don't want to give any spoilers but the fact that their friendship was such a crucial part of of her identity mm-hmm. of, of who she was as a person as a human being yeah and um so I liked that I I liked that she's the first female um uh, marvel lead mm-hmm. and um and that she's, from what I understand, and I, and I could be wrong, definitely someone feel free to correct me if I am, but I think that this was the first superhero film that did not have any romantic subplot. I was
1: going to say that. I was going to uh, actually bring that up because um, I, I think that, I mean, I guess Black Panther kind of you. No, he had a girlfriend. Yeah, well, yeah, he did, but it was not a huge... I didn't feel like it that wasn't a huge part of
0: the plot, but he had a romantic interest. Yeah. And this, this is a movie that there is no romantic interest. There's nobody that she, you know, kisses and says goodbye and, and that she's not going to, you know, doesn't know if she's going to see again or whatever. Yeah. Like there's, right. there's no romantic interest. Yeah. In it. And I think it, um, Brie Larson was even quoted as saying, you know, the love story in this film is more a friendship. Yeah. Love story.
1: Exactly. So, yeah, no, it, it was, uh, it was good. It was, um, I did not realize, for whatever reason, I had not realized that Jude Law was in it. So I was, um, I was pleasantly surprised because I, am a big Jude Law fan. Uh, it was, it was interesting. We were driving home last night, and um, it was uh, the kids were in one car, and, and Clint and I were in the other. And as we were talking about the movie, as we were, you know want to do on the way home, he said, and he said it rather tentatively. He said it was definitely a a female empowerment movie. And I said to him. And and I agreed, but I wasn't gonna, you know, give it that fast. So I said, Well, I don't know. Would you call Captain America a male empowerment movie? Would right. you call Spider Man a male empowerment movie? And he said, Well, two totally different things. I said, No, 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 no. Think about it. Um, you know, Captain or Steve Rogers, he's he's definitely the, the epitome of the ninety pound weakling when he, you know, joins the army and, and it's about his, you know, embracing his uh his other side and i felt the same thing with spider-man spider-man is kind of the kid who gets you know not not so much in the newer uh, uh iteration
0: spider-man's a wimp right well Spider- <laughs> spider-man's a wimp he's my least favorite really quote see, unquote superhero see he he's is
1: david's favorite david used to like david had he he got a when he was I think two years old, he chose Spider-Man for Halloween and we bought that. We made the mistake of buying the costume in September. Kid never took it off Aww. till it outgrew, till he <laughs> outgrew it. Um, anyway, um, but th- th- I think that there is a case to be made for that, but we don't talk about that. We don't look at that kind of thing and say, oh, well, this is a male empowerment movie and maybe people would take umbrage to it if we did. But um, I-, I do agree that it was about feminine power, um, at least one, one aspect of it.
0: Well, I think that it's interesting that you that you bring up that about like you know would we look at Captain America that way or would we look at you know Iron Man that way or any of those. Um, I don't know if you saw on Twitter there were um, when the when the movie posters came out for Captain Marvel um, there were some people on Twitter that had a problem with the fact that Brie Larson wasn't smiling in the poster. And so they had kind of taken her to task on Twitter for not smiling. Now, this is like a personal little thorn in my side because I have resting bitch face if I am just walking through the grocery store or if I'm just walking down the street and I'm thinking about other things evidently I look like I'm pissed off because men feel the need to tell me all the time to smile why don't you smile smile it can't be that bad and and, and and it does irritate me because I'm like why should I have to smile for you like I'm in I'm in my own thought I'm not interacting with you I'm not being rude to you I'm walking down the aisle. Of the grocery store, or why do I have to smile? But they told Brie Larson that she should smile, and so she posted in response she took a poster of Iron Man, a poster of Captain America, and a poster of Doctor Strange and had photoshopped smiles onto their faces because none of those men are smiling in their posters superheroes don't smile saving the world is very serious business and they don't smile in their movie posters and so you know similar to all of the men she wasn't smiling in her poster but but she was called out for it and I and I so I think it's interesting that you say like you know would we call Captain America a male empowerment movie Um, would we would we take Captain America to task for not smiling
1: yeah. you know I mean yeah. it's
0: so I do think um do I think that there was female empowerment in it absolutely you know she was the hero right. she was um, you know a, a, a top fighter pilot and very capable and and you look at um, and I'm trying to do this without spoilers but like you look at at Annette Benning's role or you look mm-hmm. at the best friend's role like there there were definitely some very capable females you look at Gemma Chan's role um you know, with the with the Cree special forces, and so I, I definitely think there were a lot of strong female roles in this movie. Um, but I don't know that I would call it a female empowerment movie. Okay, that's that's interesting. Yeah, interesting
1: well, question. I think that um, I think that it definitely was about. Uh, I, I, now I know you have not <clears throat> watched all of Buffy, but I will say that <laughs> there was um, a scene late in. movie that was so reminiscent of the final episode of Buffy that it was it was I I wondered to myself at the time whether uh, whether Joss who is of course one of the he is mixed in with all the Marvels um, whether he had had a hand in that just because it was so much like that that montage.
0: So kind of like an homage, maybe. Yeah. Because because I know there were things in there that were like there were little nods to Terminator. Right. There were little nods to Top Gun. Right. There were little uh, you know so many of the '90s yeah. um, very popular storylines yes. got little nods exactly. in this film.
1: Exactly. Yeah. So, so I mean, it's, it's, it's possible. quite possible. Yeah, it's possible quite that it possible. was. And as I said, Joss is so uh, tied in with all that, even though he was not with this particular movie. Although I really do think, even as great as it was. If I had been the one in charge, I would have had Joss do it because I think Joss does uh, female heroes so well that I would have, I probably would have said, hey, let's see what he's up to.
0: I I read an article that said that the original two script writers for this movie were both female and that even though they at some point, you know, left the project and move on, that that female voice from the from the very inception of the script kind of stayed in place and, and kind of. Informed yeah. several of the decisions or things that happen with the character. Um, did you notice the opening credits with Stanley?
1: Yes, yes. I, I love that. loved that. Yes.
0: If you guys have not seen the movie, make sure you pay attention to the opening credits. The Marvel um, logo for the opening credits—they do a tribute to Stanley, which was
1: awesome. It really was. Um, now, was this his last appearance, or did I they CG so? him in there? I
0: don't know if I, I don't.
1: Know. I kind of wondered whether they had CG'd him into it that because i that had understood and, and i thought that just just you know this weekend um the kids and i watched actually david and i watched into the spider-verse um too so and and there's a you know there's definitely a shout out to to stand there so i had thought that maybe into the spider-verse was his last one
0: I don't know. I'm going to look it up.
1: What was Stan Lee's last movie appearance? The answer seems to be one more. as His last filmed appearance was for Avengers Endgame. This was his final cameo that was committed to film. It was always... Again, I grew up as a Marvel fanatic watching Spider-Man cartoon as a kid with his voice in it. So so it is going to be Avengers Endgame. Endgame.
0: Which is is so appropriate. It really
1: is. Yeah.
0: Okay, so why do you think it is that... Marvel seems to somehow get the superhero movies right and DC mm. other than Wonder Woman just always seems to be a little eh. uh well first of all do you I agree do with agree that? with that. Or do you think the DC movies Yeah, I'm are, not I'm not a DC. The, the only
1: the only one that I've really um enjoyed and is is Wonder Woman. Um Uh, even that we have we we have we have endless discussions about this at my house so uh, where we are definitely mcu family um and and our feeling is that they do a better job with the long-term backstory like they they really seem to understand that that is key um they also seem to get the relationships right and i think that's another big deal
0: it's just, it's, it just amazes me because obviously DC has the budget. Mm-hmm. They obviously have the special right. effects, you know, they're able to get top name actors, um, costuming, all this other kind of stuff. So I don't, I just don't understand why they're, I, I think it' I think it's the writing. Short. I really and do. I think it is character. I think character it, is character, I think it is character development and story. Yeah.
1: I really do. Because you care about these people. I mean, really, even if they did not have the superhero element, you would almost, you would really care about them. Um, and and right. you see right. the the little, it's a compelling right.
0: story with or right. about the powers. Right,
1: and you see the um, the interaction between them all. I mean, you know, if you if you watch Infinity Wars, uh, when uh, and and actually, it, I think I kind of look at Thor Ragnarok and Infinity Wars as as w- almost one movie because it really is telling the same right. story. Right, because exactly place so
0: so close, and you have. That, yeah.
1: um, You know, you you have the Hulk's been gone for, you know, for several years at this point. And I love yes, I know I did, too. Um, And (laughs) and so you have this whole situation where, you know, Thor thor's one of my favorite lines is oh, i know him he's a friend from work you know <laughs> like yeah right, right. Um, and and just this whole the whole interaction between thor and hulk and and then you have and you see as they're talking that they they kind of understand the roles that the different um, avengers have fallen into you know that you have steve you have Rhodey, you have um bucky you have uh you know tony and and all of how they all interact it's almost like a family um, you know, you it have, is. yeah. I and I think, think it Civil yeah. War is another one of my favorites. I've watched Civil War, uh, many, 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 many times. And the whole idea of you see Nat with this pull, you know, Nat is, is close to Steve. She loves Steve and Captain America, right. you know, she is, she loves him. But at the same time, she was there, and she also, can, you know, she's torn. She's really, she's really uh, experiencing um, this, this uh, difficulty deciding which side to be on. Uh, in the, and, and her relationship with, with Clint, with uh, Hawkeye, is also, I right. love that. I love the fact that, you know, that right. they, she goes to the house and all his kids say, "And Nat's here, you know. <laughs> um, it's just, there's just something about it that's, that's very, very well done.
0: Why do you think superhero movies appeal to us? Why do we why do we love
1: superheroes? I think we love the idea that that there is somebody who has the answers and the ability to turn a situation that seems um hopeless, hopeless. yeah, to to turn it around. Um yeah.
0: I like the, I think I like the idea that, that good is going to overcome evil. That, you know what I mean? That like somehow, some way, it may all look bad, but somehow in the end, there's going to be someone who's going to ride in and, and save the day and good is going to, um, is going to overcome evil. Now, if you watched... Infinity Wars. <laughs> well, <laughs> that movie didn't really give me that in the way I wanted, but, um, but yeah, I, I think that's for me, that's why I like superhero movies. Like, you know, I, I want good to overcome evil. I want there. I want to believe that there's, that there's um, yeah, heroes.
1: Yeah. And, and I think that um, there are a lot of parallels for, for different things. Um, you know, my husband really loves these movies and he insists and he would love to be able to pull them into sermons more because, he would, you know, because they are such a big part of our lives. But the, the crowd to whom he is preaching aren't always familiar with the with the uh, the nuances of the current superhero iteration. So it's a little difficult. So we're always like, no, I'm sorry. I don't think you can do that. You can't pull that one off. Um, but there is a almost a spiritual application there when you can say uh, even at the end of Infinity Wars, yeah, things look bad. Things look really bad. But we still have that hope, don't we? That it's not going to end that yeah. way. Now Right, Here's exactly. Now movie. I have to I have to tell that the funny <laughs> right. story is that my husband not being maybe quite so in tune with MCU as I am, loves it. You know, will go to the movies with me all the time. Absolutely love seeing them, whatever. But when he went to go see the Infi- Infinity Wars with us He had no idea that 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 it wasn't that there was gonna be another movie. So he was very, very upset at the end of the movie. He was like I can imagine. No no, we're not. I mean, I, I had to pull him out of the theater. He was like, "No, no, no I'm just going to sit here," you know, because that can't be the end. He is very much a happy ending guy. You know, for him, happy endings yes. are huge. He does not like any movie that doesn't have a happy ending. So this is why uh, he also has a little bit of a problem with me watching it over and over again. He's like, "Why are you putting yourself through this?" Said, I'm picking up stuff every time I watch it. I pick up a little bit more. It's kind of my happy place. Because there that's is right. Another movie. That's right. And and I think that that's <laughs> right, something that right. is really important for us outside of movies to understand that, you know, that it, yeah, it's not hopeless. Yeah, tomorrow's another yeah, day. Exactly. Yeah, and yeah, you know, uh, David's been watching the little little trailer clips that they've been giving us, and you know, you're kind of like, okay, see, we're moving on. <laughs> well, I I don't
0: know. I feel like um, I am more of a fan. Of the heroes who have some type of uh, yeah. power, I guess you would say. Like, I'm not a huge mm-hmm. fan of Batman. He's a rich guy with a lot of gadgets. I'm not a huge fan of Spider-Man. I'm I, <laughs> I like my I like my superheroes really super, um, which is funny because you know what? Iron Man's one of yeah. my favorites, even though he's a rich guy with gadgets. But I think a lot of that Robert has Gatney to be Jr. with um, yeah. Yeah. It, it does. I mean, his charm and his sarcasm and his delivery, I mean, that character, it, it that's what I love. Well, and, and I have
1: Jr. to say about Spider-Man, so. uh, this, the Spider-Man has, um, you know, had many different iterations also. And there's always been like, well, okay, can he, can he shoot, does he shoot web out of his hands? You know what I mean? That, Or, or does he make a website? Yeah. Those are yeah. different, uh, in different um Re, you know, redoings of his story, it, it can change. Um, but he does really have the powers. He can hear, he has a spidey sense, he has, you know, he, he has a spidey hearing. He has certainly, I mean, you have to see the, the, the guy takes a beating and he's, he's definitely got superhuman elements. You know, being bitten by that radioactive spider definitely yeah. does do something. Um, however, I will say that I uh, was. I, I liked the first Tobey Maguire movie, but after that I found him very whiny and very, I did not enjoy that one. The second one, I the second with, um, who played him in the, yes, Andrew Garfield, Andrew loved Garfield. Andrew Garfield. Absolutely loved him. But I love this one even more, and you know why? Because the relationship between Peter and Tony. To me, yes. that's why, I mean, when, when we yes. saw Infinity Wars and David saw that last scene between Tony and Peter he cried oh and and, I mean he would every time Uh, was on he was like I can't I can't do it again I can't do it um and I think that that is something that's just really just all during Infinity War so the snark between those two is hysterical right Um, right so
0: you know it's funny when um when Logan was probably around four huge Spider-Man fan like we had you know the Spider-Man birthday party yep. that year and we yep. had Spider-Man under mm-hmm. ruse and everything all the toys are Spider-Man and um, for his birthday he had asked for the Spider-Man triple action oh. <laughs> web blaster and it was mm-hmm. like this glove thing that goes oh on yes your we wrist, had it. and then yep. it had a little switch you know where you press the button yep. and silly string yes. would shoot out right and so we had gone to the store to get this triple action web blaster that he had been wanting and we're coming home and I look in the review mirror he's sitting in a car seat and he's got this this huge grin on his face and I thought he was just happy that he had his web blaster and I said are you happy buddy and he said yeah he goes I'm just picturing the look on your face when we get home and I'm swinging from the ceiling
1: <laughs>
0: and so I said now you do understand that this is a toy right so it's not You know, it's not going to really have you swinging from the ceiling. It's not going to really shoot web like this is just a toy. And he looks at me with the most patience that his little four year old self could possibly muster. And he says, Mom, this is not just a toy. This is the triple action web blaster. (laughs) So um, we get home. I had a wedding that night and. We had, at the time, a, a teenage boy from our church was babysitting him. And, and I explained to the teenage boy, we just got this triple-action blaster. He's going to want to play with it. And he may be a little disappointed when he finds out this thing's not going to have him swing in from the ceilings. And poor William, the kid that was babysitting, put the thing on to figure out how it worked in order to tell Logan oh. and broke it. So, William did not have a pleasant evening, but... I did not have to explain any further why the triple action web blaster oh. didn't actually shoot web because William broke it. Oh. That was the reason that it didn't do oh what my it was supposed goodness. to do. The, the so, girls used to anyway. love David
1: at, at that same age, also a huge Spider-Man fan, could make this noise that none of the rest of us could do. He would, he would put his hand in the position and he would go like 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 make the the noise that that the, the, the thwap or whatever right. it was and the rest of us couldn't do it and and the girls just said, we he's spider-man what can we tell you and, and he just had this yeah and he had all the <laughs> toys too and oh my gosh yeah it was he he's always been a huge huge spider-man fan so yeah spider-man kills little boys so
0: well, you know, we talked about um, why we like mm-hmm. superheroes and that we like to believe that good's going to yeah. overcome evil. We like having hope and thinking that um, things are going to get better. And, and I think, you know, uh, there's the the quote from Mr. Rogers when he says that, you know, when things get really bad, if you look for the mm-hmm. helpers, you know, you'll always find the helpers. And I think that, um, you know, we look for superhero qualities sometimes in our human counterparts that they don't have to have, uh, you know, the ability to to leap buildings in a in a single bound or to have web blast come out of their their wrist. Um, you had a definition that you shared this week about superheroes that I would love yes, for you was, to share. Yes, this was this
1: actually was at the end. It's a quotation from Stanley, and it was actually at the end of Spider Verse. And I loved it so much I took a picture of the the screen, and then I actually found it in a better iteration, a better form. Iteration has been my word on this podcast. I don't know why. Gosh, ever find yourself using the same word? I'm thinking, why am I using this? Anyway, this version. Um, And here it is. A hero is someone who is concerned about other people's well-being and will go out of his or her way to help them, even if there is no chance of a reward. That person who helps others simply because it should or must be done and because it is the right thing to do is indeed, without a doubt, a real superhero.
0: And I think that's, you know, I I definitely think that's true. And I think that is one of the reasons that we love superhero movies, because superheroes, to a great extent, are selfless. Mm -hmm. They are willing to risk their own lives for others. They are willing to put their own um, needs aside for others in ways that, you know, that we rarely, I think, see Mm -hmm. in humans. And so um, I I think that, you know, we have... uh, we have humans that we admire because they are very similar to superheroes in their selflessness. Yeah, I would
1: agree. I would definitely agree with that.
0: Um, yeah. So we should all strive to be we more should. like superheroes. Yeah. And
1: I think it is, it is the idea of doing something because it is the right thing to do. Because it has to be done. Yes. And you know that there are people, uh, I mean, I know a lot of people who say in the world, well, maybe it has to be done, but I don't have to be the one to do it. Yes, but if we all said that, right. you know, um, my, my, right. um, my husband is, is, is very much like this. When, when we first got married, I remember if, if we were at the store and we picked up something and then later decided we didn't need it, he would say, you know, my mother would have just said, oh, put it right here, somebody will put it away. No, 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 my husband said, no, we walk it back. When we go to the grocery store, the basket either gets walked back to the front or in the corral. You never leave the basket in the parking lot. Um, you know, and he he has just always been very good about making me more conscious of how even the smallest actions can affect somebody. And I, um, you know, right. I go out and I laugh because I am the person who almost never talks to anybody. You know, I go through the grocery store, I go through the line, I go through whatever. And my husband is the one who's always saying, how 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 are you doing today? Are you having an okay day? Or you know, at at the at the restaurant, he'll say um, to the the waitress, "Oh, you know, everything going all right. and he'll have them laughing. I mean, they all love him because he just takes the time to do the the extra right thing.
0: He takes the time to yeah. make them feel seen. Yeah,
1: yeah, and yeah. that is, I yeah. think, um, I think sometimes we we talk about the superheroes and we say, you know, because they're doing. Great, big you know huge things that we think to ourselves, well, I could never be that, but we don't understand that doing the small things is really where it starts and where we can make the difference in so many people's lives simply by just saying, right, you know hey i I see you, I hear you, I acknowledge you, no, I think that that is important,
0: yeah, I care, I care what you're exactly. what you're feeling, I care what Absolutely. you're going through i I care that yeah, that you're here. Absolutely. Um so I think that's definitely something that we can all strive for or something
1: that we, we can, can all, all try be superheroes. Do.
0: We can. Now, if you were going to be a superhero who had powers beyond kindness and consideration and selflessness, what would your superpower be?
1: Oh my goodness. Maybe invisibility. I don't know. I like I like the invisibility idea. Um, you know.
0: See, I'm scared of my feelings hurt. I just feel like if I was invisible, like somebody would say something about me or they, I I just feel like
1: I've thought about flying a lot because that would be very convenient. I've thought to myself, if I knew that I had this ability to fly, I didn't have to worry about relying on an airplane or whatever. Maybe I could go different places. So maybe flying would be good. Right. Um, uh, Indestructibility. That would be, you know, maybe a good one.
0: That would be. I really think. See, I like flying. I I think that that's you know that would be a lot of fun, and I think that would be good. And sometimes I dream that I do that, and I always wake
1: up. At <laughs> I've never so dreamt I that, that I could fly. Cool. Never.
0: Really? Oh my gosh! No. I dream that all the time, and I absolutely love it. It's the it's the most incredible feeling until I wake up and realize that I really can't. But um, I think I think indestructibility would be cool because I I have a yeah. lot of fears. Like I'm always scared something's gonna happen, and I'm always scared that you know like The car's going to crash or the plane's going to crash or, like, you know, I I worry a lot. And I think indestructibility, like, if I was Nick Cage, isn't that his name? No, not Nicholas
1: Cage. What's his name? Um,
0: What's his name? The, the, he's just Jones. Oh, Luke Cage. Luke Cage.
1: Luke Cage. Luke Cage. Yeah, not Nick Cage. Definitely not Nick
0: Cage. Luke Cage. If I had, you know, where he's just kind of like, you know, indestructible. I think that would be cool. I would probably be much more of a badass if I thought I <laughs> well, was indestructible. Then that, that, that does
1: also though uh, bring up another question: Is the Luke Cage tends to be of, of the defenders? And if you guys don't know what we're talking about, there is a sub kind of I wouldn't say a subclass, but a they're, they're called the defenders. They are maybe not quite a super, and they, they tend to be more local. Um, and and netflix has presented there. jessica jones daredevil the punisher luke cage who am i missing uh, oh iron fist iron uh, fist yes um and and it's they're fun they're fun shows uh, and they did one last summer called the defenders or maybe it was the summer before but um that was it was kind of like the avengers movie for that set um, and, and but you do wonder whether you would um, does the invincibility come first, or does the being the the good person come first? Like, like, are you? Would you do things because you are indestructible or indestructible? You know what I mean? Or
0: well, and does that take something away from it? Like, well, sure. Anybody, you know, if any, if anybody knew yeah, that nothing exactly. bad was going to happen to exactly. them, then they can stand up. So, are you more of a hero knowing. if you stand up, knowing that there's knowing a risk that something's going yeah. to
1: happen? Yeah, and and I don't know what the yeah. I don't know. And maybe that's why there are certain why we like that fallibility, because we understand that our superheroes are doing this, even though that there is a chance that they could get hurt or killed. And and I think that the whole um, the whole Thanos storyline, that arc has has shown them. And I think that they I think they've done a really great job in the MCU of of taking that arc, of, of kind of starting with, um, you know, Avengers, the first movie when New York is attacked and they, they make it through there. Certainly not unscathed, but they make it through. But then you see what happens in Age of Ultron where it's, they're, they're a little cocky. They're a little too cocky in Age of right, Ultron. Right. And then they have to deal with the repercussions. And that's when we get civil, what happens in Civil War. And then we slide right into, you know, um, uh, the, uh, Thor and, and Infinity War and... You know, I think that that has definitely changed who they are and that's been an interesting um an it interesting has character been, yeah, for all of them, yeah. For each of yeah. them. Yeah. Particularly Tony yes. and Steve, I think. So.
0: Hmm. Well, we would love to hear your thoughts if you um are you a fan of superhero movies or <laughs> could you just not care less about any of this in which case you're probably not still listening. <laughs> um or you know who is your favorite? Who's your favorite superhero? Which is your favorite superhero movie? Um, are you DC? Are you? And what superpower Marvel? would you have um, if you could? What superpower would you have? Definitely. And um, yeah. Anything well, else we want to you know. know?
1: Yeah. No. That's what do you know. think? You can give us predictions for I mean, Endgame. Yeah. If Yeah. Yeah. What's yeah, going to happen in Endgame? I've heard a lot yeah. of really
0: interesting theories. Some and of some which, which I hope, I hope are not. true. Mm-hmm. Um. Right, and so I'm. I'm very interested to see what they do yeah. with Endgame. Like I'm, you know, obviously they can't just, you know, keep playing these characters forever. But um, I was going to say, I could. don't understand I, why. I'm still, I am still just completely not over the fact that 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 supposedly was Wolverine's yeah. last movie, X Men: Wolverine. Um, I I'm not okay with that. So. Um, I think they should play the characters forever. And I agree with Deadpool that Wolverine needs to make a movie with Deadpool. So I'm on on that bandwagon. And, and
1: you know, there is the idea that, like, Guardians of the Galaxy, that they are supposed to turn over every, like, the whole new set of characters every so often. There there are different.
0: yeah. um, See, I don't know that that movie would be that movie without the characters that are in it, you know?
1: Yeah. Anyway, so, weigh in anyway, on that.
0: We would yeah. love, we, we digress into a different topic. Um, yes. We would love to hear from you. So please reach out to us. You can reach us on our Facebook page An Open Dialogue on Facebook. Um, you can email us at dialogue one at gmail.com or you can reach out to either of us on you our can. social media. We are both on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and we have contact we pages on our websites, todrickhandle.com, violethow.com. Thank you for joining Thank you
1: us. Very much. And um, yeah, and that's, that's all it. we got. That's all until, I got. Until let's see, today is the ninth. So we have uh, what? How many days until Endgame comes out? Seventeen days. Seventeen days. Seventeen days, days Not until that I'm Endgame counting. comes out. Although
0: Game of Thrones comes out on the fourteenth, and uh, I saw a meme today that had Thanos next to the Night King, and it said April is a really bad <laughs> month for
1: Earth. So. Um, <laughs> but anyway. All right. Sounds good. Everybody have a wonderful day. Bye. Be super. Bye.